You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. My name is Brandon Hoff, and welcome to another edition of New Nintendo Podcast XL. This is Reflections, The Legend of Zelda, Part 3. Talking about Majora's Mask, this is where I, if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is where I uh, go solo on these little episodes and just talk to you a little bit about my overall experience of replaying through the Legend of Zelda games. Uh, I just finished Majora's Mask uh, for the Nintendo 64 on the Nintendo Switch Online service through um, over the weekend, this past weekend. So I didn't I didn't stream this one uh, as much, uh, but that is okay. Um, so, some some quick f- little facts about it. Uh, it was released in 2000, uh, just a, about a year, maybe a year, almost a year and a half. Um, <clears throat> it did. It, this was a quick turnaround for development for this game. That's one of the things that's very notable about this is it was a um, direct sequel uh, to Ocarina of Time. It was a um, it was a uh, a sort of a uh, an upgraded version of Ocarina of Time in terms of like graphics and stuff a little bit because it had the expansion pack uh, that you had to use so that like made things a little bit better. Um, but yeah, development for this game was very quick. Um, they pushed hard uh, and they got it out and you know it's the thing about this game is how do you follow up what is considered in most people's minds a masterpiece a an all-time classic ocarina of time uh how do you follow that up well you do something really different 
Much like uh, The Legend of Zelda 2, Link's Adventure, this is very much a sort of weird departure um, from a typical Zelda experience. And a lot of people <clears throat> look at this game now as sort of like, you know, like, is The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, is it going to follow the Majora's Mask formula of like, oh, Ocarina of Time is more of a straight shoot, like, typical Zelda experience, whereas Majora's Mask is a, a very weird game, so is Tears of the Kingdom going to be a sort of weirder experience, or is it going to be more like Breath of the Wild? Um, we don't even know, but <clears throat> I'm not here to talk about those games. I hear, I'm here to talk about Majora's Mask. So, this is my third time ever playing this game. And completing it. The first two times I ever played The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask to completion was on the Nintendo 3DS uh, back in 2015. Um, on the new Nintendo 3DS XL, mind you, uh, it released the same day that that console came out, and what's notable, I'm looking at the console right now, what's notable about this console is there's this little nub on it on the right that has it's a this is it's essentially like a c stick but it's like a sec it's like a camera so they added a um a better camera to the um they added a better camera to the uh the 3ds version or whatever but that was my first full experience playing this game this was um I tried playing it once on the Wii back in the day, but I didn't get very far, and my understanding is that that version is, like, just almost unplayable. Kind of same with the GameCube version is almost unplayable. Uh, so it's just, like, the at the time before the 3DS remake, the best way to play it was, I'm pretty positive, was the Nintendo 64. Um, this is a weird one. The, the whole sort of conceit of this game is you are sort of reliving these three days over and over again. Uh, and it is... Uh, <clears throat> it's like you're, you're trying to help people out while also preventing the world from ending. And you only have three days to do it. And... Um, you have roughly the the time is like seventy two minutes or something like that. It takes roughly seventy two minutes, I believe, uh, in in real time, uh, for those three days to pass. And you can there's a song in the game that you can play to, that slows down time, uh, and it's just a weird experience. There's only four dungeons. Uh, there are these masks that you have to collect. Uh, three that are like integral to the story. Um, one is a uh, a Deku mask uh, that turns you into uh, a uh, like a little Deku uh, Deku kid, essentially. Uh, and <clears throat> there's one that turns you into a Zora, and there's one that turns you into a Goron. And each like has their own like thing, like the uh, the Deku mask lets you like go into flowers and like jump and like fly. 
Um, the Zora mask like lets you swim. Uh, the uh, uh, Goron mask like lets you like roll and like use magic to like do like essentially get like these spikes and stuff and like there's <clears throat> there's like things that you need to do uh, to use these masks usually to traverse through their their dungeons as well as traverse through their their general areas there's like these four main areas that you go to it's like um you know you go to like the woodfall slash southern swamp area that's that's to the south of the town uh you go to the um, north, which I believe is like the snowy, mountainy area where uh, like the Gorons live. Um, to the east is like uh, the Great Bay area, which is like the Zora like area, and the uh, west is like this like uh, it's where the stone the stone temple is. Um, <clears throat> so. And I don't know. This, this game, I keep saying this, but it's very true. This game is weird. It takes a different approach to the Zelda formula that they don't really return to. Like this this is very much an outlier in the series in a good way. This is this is a good game and it has a cult following and people some people say that this is their favorite Zelda game of all time. Uh and and I can see why. Like just having played through it three times, now I can see why it, this is definitely some people's favorite games. I, I especially playing it right after playing Ocarina of Time. I think it's a really nice uh, way to sort of experience that because <clears throat> these two games so close together is because you see these characters that you get familiar with in different contexts. So, like, you see characters from Ocarina of Time, but they have different names. Um, you know, they're doing different things. Like, uh, Talon, for instance, isn't Talon in Termina. He is this guy who owns a milk bar that um, <clears throat> sells you milk. Um, Malin, uh, who, you know gives you the the uh, opponent song and stuff like that uh is now one of the romani sisters uh at the romani ranch and you have to help her like shoot uh away aliens to prevent them from like abducting cows i don't know there's just a lot of weird like stuff like that there's a lot of um in a way it kind of reminds me of link's awakening as that game is kind of full of these just like weird offshoot characters that you do these little side quests and stuff for. Same situation here. There's a lot of offshoot um, little side quests and things that you do, and you kind of see um, like these people, like how their lives play out over the what is essentially the end of the world over these these the course of these three days. There's this big, really big quest. Um, the Anju and uh, Kefe uh, side quest that that goes over um, the it goes over like the uh, the course of the three days that you have to uh, do in order to get these masks and you have to do it twice because there are certain things that you have to do to get the masks um, 
I just want to say, um, Koji Kondo knocked out apart. Music in this game is fucking fantastic. Um, love all the music. Uh, there, there's some, there's some stuff in here that like can really go toe to toe with like Ocarina of Time as some of the best like um, Zelda music like within uh, this series. Yeah. Um, so I think you know like overall this this game was good. Um, playing finally playing the N sixty four version of it, even if I played it on Nintendo Switch Online, uh, was good. Um, I will admit, I did use a guide uh, for a good majority of it, especially for the Great Bay Temple uh, and the Stone Temple, uh, specifically because in this game you have to find these fifteen fairies throughout each uh, dungeon. And you get the once you get the fairies, you take them to the Great Fairy Fountain so that you can get the items. I want to make sure not to miss those. And there are there are 52 heart pieces that you can get in this game, which is like the most I think in any Zelda game. I'm pretty sure it's like the most that you can get. Um, but because really you only get uh, a heart container from the four dungeons. And then you're kind of like, uh, you're just like, you know, like you you you're kind of SOL unless you like hunt down these 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 uh, the heart pieces, and so it kind of gives more like added weight to uh, and importance to those. Whereas in like maybe other Zelda games, like it's not as important necessarily um, to get them because there's this usually like there might be like seven or eight dungeons um so uh the thing that like really i thought a lot about while playing through this game too was the you know whole concept of like so essentially like you by going to these four dungeons in these four areas you are like helping people out like you're helping people solve like you're solving their problems um, when you beat the dungeon, like usually something happens to the overworld. Like an example is the um, mountain area. It's like all snowy and like the Gorons are very cold and they're really waiting for spring. But like it should have been spring right now, but it's not. Um, when you beat that boss, it becomes spring. And so like there are like things that you can do. Uh, and it's it's more of a just like. You, you help these people out, but it's almost like this 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 futile effort, um, where like you have to go, you have to travel back in time within those three days, uh, again and again, and so the stuff that you do, um, kind of goes it it goes away, so it's 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 this real sense of like what am I accomplishing here? Um, but, but you are, the thing is, is like, you are accomplishing stuff. You are getting at the end of each dungeon. You're also getting these, like these four remains to call upon these, these giants to help you, um, you know, stop the moon from collapsing, uh, and destroying the entire world. Um, <clears throat> so like, there's these, like you are helping people out. And there is a general, like, happy ending to the story. But there's some really dark stuff. A lot of dark stuff, you know, 
uh, happens in this in this game, uh, and I think in general, like Majora's Mask, just take, has a darker tone to it, um, and like from a story standpoint, like it's it's good, um, it's very good, and the characters are great. There's some like just fantastic um, characters within this game, uh, very well written. Um, this is a very good Zelda game, and I highly encourage you uh, you play it. That being said, I have similar complaints that I have with uh, this specific version, the N64 version, as I do with Ocarina of Time's Nintendo 64 version. For one thing, aiming in this game sucks shit. It's terrible. Um, I... While playing through this game, there were parts where I was like, man, I kind of wish I was just playing the 3DS version. Um, there's just so much quality of life stuff in the 3DS version versus this version where I'm just like, man, oh man, does it like suck to like, I almost kind of wish I would have played this game back in the day so that like, I, there's a lot of people who like swear by the N64 version and say it's like much better they don't like the 3ds version um because there are some pretty big significant changes like all the boss fights are a little changed like i think they in the 3ds version they like stick a um like this little like eyeball on each of the bosses i will say i think the great bay temple boss in the 3ds version is actually harder than the one that's in the 64 version um so it's just a matter of like uh you know like there are some significant changes and and I get that but I do think overall the changes that they were that were made in the 3DS version uh were much better than than this version so the big thing is the aiming the gyro gyro controls are like second to none like the best way to use the bow uh I try there's two specific mini games uh in the um in Majora's Mask uh where you use a bow and the whole point is like you're trying to get enough points to uh you know get a bigger uh quiver for your bow and then you have to play these games again and you have to basically get like a perfect score so that you're able to um get heart pieces out of them so i i didn't get all the heart pieces i got i got up to 19 hearts in this game i didn't get all the heart pieces for that reason because the aiming sucks balls in the n64 version uh for specifically for these two games and for the, the rest of the game it's not super great but like i i dealt with it um the um getting if you need to fast travel through the day and night cycle much better than the 3ds version because you can actually go to specific hours versus like it just going to day and then going to the night of the the next day um in the n64 version which made the uh anju and uh uh cafe quest so much longer than it needed to be i think i spent like a literal hour hour and a half like going through that quest trying to get all the stuff because like <clears throat> it's so much slower because if you are to the point which I usually say that that quest for last um, 
So if you are at the point where you are already like done most of the things that you can do, you're kind of just you're just waiting around because there's such like specific times where events are happening and you have to be there at that time. You're kind of just waiting there. And granted, it's it's minutes, but that 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 stuff adds up and it's a little a little annoying. But it is what it is. Um, but I think overall, game still looks looks great, sounds great, even on the 64. Like graphically, like looks looks fine. You know, with the, I think the upscaleness of the expansion pack uh, really helped it, and like it, it it's good, it's good. Um, in in that in that sense, um, I'm not gonna harp too much on it because it's like it's very much of its time, but like. That's just, like, my complaints that I had with Ocarina of Time are pretty similar to uh, how I feel about Majora's Mask. Um, that being said, I I don't know where I would put Majora's Mask on my list. Um, and I don't know if I would necessarily put it above Ocarina. Because this game is so... It's just such a different departure from a typical Zelda experience that I think is so unique and like I kind of wish that they would do this stuff more. I mean like the the next time that they kind of really veer off the beaten path is um, A Link Between Worlds and then obviously like Breath of the Wild which is like way off the beaten path and like is honestly kind of its own thing at this point um but i would love to see the zelda series like do weird shit like this more um and so i think this game is very good um i will say i one other thing i want to mention because like the world ends in three days and you only have 72 minutes essentially to kind of get things done not once did I ever feel rushed in this game at all. Um, I, I think they did a really good job of, like, there are ways to, like, really manage your time. Like, you can slow the flow of time to make things go, like, 30% slower. Um, so, like, that's that's great. Um, you basically, like, there's a, a whole banking system, so you're able to, like, save your rupees. So... You know, I was able to save up to like five thousand pretty quickly, um, and there's ways to like get like each time you revert back to the first day, you lose your bow, uh, your your not your bow, you lose your arrows, your um, bombs and all that stuff. But you can get that stuff back really easily, like just really easily. So um, I I like. Never once did I feel like particularly rushed. I always felt like I had enough time. You know, I was able to kind of really manage that. And so I think that was one of my, like, before ever playing this game, like, my fear was like, oh, will I ever have enough time to, like, do the things that I need to do? Uh, and it's like, yeah, you, there's plenty of time. Like, um, if you know what to do. That being said, the version of this game that I would recommend playing is the um, 3DS version, hands down. Just like 
visually looks fantastic. Um, the sort of open camera work that they do uh, is great. The gyro controls are great. I uh, just think that um, to me, that's the version that 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 should be played. And I think, like moving forward, like if I ever want to play Majora's Mask again, I'm probably same, same with Ocarina of Time. Probably just gonna play the 3DS version of either game. Uh, not to say that you shouldn't play the N64 versions. Um, I just think that like there's so much quality of life stuff in both of the 3DS remakes of the 64 games that it's kind of too hard for me to ignore that stuff um, when playing these games um, and wanting to play them again. So, uh, but it's Majora's Mask is, is 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 a fantastic Zelda game. It's such a weird departure from the general series that I think it's definitely like if you've never played this game. I think play it. Like even if you have a Nintendo Switch, just play the Nintendo Switch. I think you'll still have a really good experience with that, um, despite like maybe some of it like showing it its its age a little bit in in that regard. But I I I think that it's fantastic overall. I know I'm kind of like talking in circles at, the, at this point, uh, but really just a fantastic Zelda experience. You know, I, I come away from it like being like very satisfied and. Yeah, I think when it's all said and done, this will be kind of on the upper tier of my uh, list of, like, favorite Zelda games, like, of all time. Um, speaking of, I will probably kick off Twilight Princess soon-ish. Um, that's the next game in the in the list here, so that's the one that I want to play. Kind of want to take a little bit of a break from Zelda. Um... I got Metroid and I got Fire Emblem that I want to finish, um, and there are just a, a few other like stuff too. And I don't want to like burn myself out on Zelda right before Tears of the Kingdom, which comes out in like almost two months at this point. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I'll I'll start. I'm gonna start Twilight Princess soon. I'm gonna be streaming that. Um, that'll be interesting so i'm excited to do that um if you want to catch me streaming live you can catch me just follow me on twitch twitch.tv slash mythemim that's m-y-t-h-e-m-i-m uh or you can see all my my vods my videos on demand at uh youtube uh youtube.com slash mythemim uh, i believe is the url or just I'm on YouTube. Uh, you can find all this stuff on on Twitter uh, at BRN Hoff. That's where I uh, tweet all my uh, n normal links and things of that nature. But yeah, um, it's been nice, sort of revisiting all the the, the Zelda series and kind of really reexamining my my relationship to this this series as a as a whole. Um, you know, in the past, I've always said, like, this has been my favorite series of all time. Uh, when I think about video games, like, you know, if somebody asked me what's my favorite video game series, I would always say Zelda. So it's sort of nice to kind of go back and re-examine that as a 33-year-old um, who's been playing this series since I was, like, I don't know, six, seven, something like that. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to continue on with the 3D Zeldas. Um, and 
you know, like we'll we'll push through as as best as we can. I I I don't. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to beat all the Zeldas that I want to beat before Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, and I'm not gonna try to push myself to like try because I'm not a speedrunner and I just want to like play these games on my own terms and on my own time. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens, but. Um, yeah, uh, otherwise, uh, that's all I have here. I know I've been rambling, so I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, if you want to listen to more IndieSaurus stuff, go to IndieSaurus.com. Uh, would love to have y'all listen. We have, um, a Discord. I believe you can go to IndieSaurus.com slash Discord to join the Discord. Uh, IndieSaurusNet on Twitter is the... Uh, handle for the network. So you love to see it. So, yeah, uh, that's all I really got. Uh, till next time, I've been Brandon Hoff. This has been New Nintendo Podcast XL Reflections Zelda Majora's Mask 10 out of 10. Fantastic game. And until next time, we don't have one more thing for you.